Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes one in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vakalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo. Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another cool episode of Go Simple, the podcast. This week, we're kicking it off with a very special guest. You might have seen him going viral on some of the major Instagram accounts right around Pesach time. This dude is very cool. He's quite entertaining. Um, he's not the typical type of guest we have on the show. Um, and we're actually going to have a performance by him at the end of the show. Uh, I'd love to welcome on board Go Simple, the podcast, SJ, the rapper, also known as Shmuel Tenenbaum. Not as cool as SJ the Rapper, but you know you know how it is. All right, Shmuel, what's going on, man? You are SJ the Rapper. Now, there's not many rappers in the Jewish world. I mean, everybody knows Nisim. Everybody knows, you know, like, I'm, you know, like, God Elbaz does some rap. A few other guys do some rap. But, like, t- who are you, man? And how did you get get here on my show and become so famous overnight. What's your deal? Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I just want to say thanks so much for having me. It's a, uh, it's a pleasure to be on here. Really. Um, basically I'm just a, I'm a 22 year old Jewish, uh, guy from Edison, New Jersey. Um, I grew up, you know, freestyling and rapping since I was about 10, started in fourth grade after I heard my older brother, Yechiel leave a voicemail message on his phone in a rap. And I just thought that was kind of cool. So I was like, hey, it sounds great. So I tried it out then. Um, got into it, started doing it for friends. And I just got better over time. And um, um, over the course of my life, as I got older, my you know, vocabulary expanded. And I learned about more things and got more content. Um, I just, I got better at rapping in terms of the content, the flow, my speed. Um, I guess the cleverness of the lyrics themselves. And the uh, freestyling and writing has just always been something I enjoy. It's been very entertaining. Great way to put on a show for friends. I uh, love to entertain people. love to make people laugh, which I also do a little bit on, on the side. Is, uh, I'm also a comedian impressionist in addition to a rapper. Oh, yeah? So, do something funny. Yeah. Do something funny. That's the, that's the top request Top request I get. It's hard on the spot. You got you to gotta come out to my shows. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You fly me out, I'll come out to your show, dude. <laughs> At SJ the Impressionist on Instagram. Okay. Cool. So, so you're an entertainer. You're an all-around entertainer. You like to make people laugh. You like to bring people joy and simcha. And it's it's awesome. You're only 22. Wow. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. So how did you, how did you get involved in the 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 comedy and the impressionist and the and the rapping and the music? It, you know, it's it's like 
it's cool because rap is mo, mo, rap is an art. Rap isn't just like you know sitting out there screaming a bunch of words and trying to to and with some cool beats. Rap is an art. It's poetry. It's poetry with music behind it. So how'd you get into all this? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, um, so answer both questions. The the rap really came first before the comedy professions, and the rap was really just hearing my brother's voicemail. Thought it sounded cool, and then um, growing up, I just started listening to more and more rap. I got very into Eminem. I was very into like little in Rick Ross, all like the um, you know rappers that were big when I was a kid. When I was ten, that was like what twelve years ago, so two thousand seven. Wow. Um, got very into that music. Nowadays, I'm much more into like. I love NF, I love GEZ, Logic, Eminem, Machine Gun Kelly, Drake. Um, I actually met Rick Ross at the airport in LAX, at LAX airport in Los Angeles. And that was, that was not the, uh, he was not the nicest guy, not the best encounter. So kind of got off um, his bandwagon. But um, yeah, I just, just all, I've always loved rap, love listening to rap, love the beats. I love how it makes you feel as a listener. I feel like as a listener of rap, you get very into it. It pumps you up. And um, I just try to take that same energy, that same flow, and the same effect that great rap music has on people. And as a Jewish, you know, religious Orthodox rapper, I just want to take that energy, but channel it in a way that kind of filters out um, a lot of the content that's out there nowadays that's not best for um, maybe kids or people who don't necessarily want to listen to a lot of the, you know, for lack of a better word, the garbage that's out there nowadays. Well, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting because it's true. Exactly what you're saying. Rap in the, in the genre of rap music, there's a lot major focus, a lot on a lot of negativity, a lot of negative themes and a lot of like um, things that kind of bring you down. But at the same time, like it, it's the, the beats and the music and the lyrics. And as a Jew, as a Jewish rapper, as someone in this space, you have the ability, like you said, to take that and elevate it and take and put a positive spin on it and take those same beats and that same music, that's those same, those same notes and elevate it with Sparks of Kedusha and put in, and put in that positivity on that. Now I heard your rap, I saw your video on Instagram and I was like, man, this guy is so cool, right? And it's true. Like you, you really, you really took that and you, and you, boom, you took that, that rap and you took that, this genre of music, like I said, that's generally very low and, and raised the bar and raised it up. So how does that work for you? Like, what do you base your, your, your freestyling off of? Obviously it's freestyling. So someone can just throw you a word like go Simcha and you can go like, and you can start, you can start rapping and rolling and you can, and you can spin out words per minute and go with it. But like, what do you generally base your, your music off of? And how do you take that, um, take that and turn it kadosh. Yeah, sure. Um, it's a great question, first of all. So thanks for asking. I'm good at um, that. Yeah, I've had something in the in the radio game for a while. Um, so really, one thing one thing that I should preface is that um, I don't want to give off like the wrong impression of what I am. So um, you're an not, impressionist. Not, What's what what kind of impression can you give? <laughs> yeah, um, I like that. I'll use that actually one day. Um, not, nice not all comedy. raps are, um, are necessarily like, you know, coming from like religious texts or sources or necessarily like kadosh. Um, I, I try to add messages from inspiring texts or inspiring teachings that I've gotten from Rebeam when I write. Um, but when I, when I freestyle, it's really just like off the cuff. I try to add humor 
I try to draw on like personal experiences, relevant things like things in pop culture and the news maybe. Um, try to make a lot of jokes. I like to be entertaining as well as just lyrical and sounding good. And right. um, when I write, when I write, I just try to write about things that I think people can relate to, be inspired from, uh, things that people understand. I try to inspire others. Obviously, it's a big part of it also for me. And um, just yeah, just to make an impact on people, entertain, and just to use you know this gift obviously that God gave me to help and inspire and entertain. That's great. That that's amazing. Do you, and do people do people voice their their themselves to you and they tell you that you've inspired that your music has inspired them your 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 music has given them chizik or done something for them like what is the feedback you get on this stuff? So mostly to this point, it's just been exclusively freestyling. I've not gotten the chance to write that much like inspirational music. So at this point, the the feedback on my freestyling has been you know, overwhelmingly positive. Thank God. Like a lot of my friends definitely think it's very cool. Um, definitely, I guess makes me unique. They, um, it always gets a crowd around me. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's cool. I enjoy it. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy putting on a show and people like it and, uh, having able to entertain people. Nice. So tell us about the experience on, on that, on that one fateful day of the Pesach program how, how, how it turned from you just working at the day camp to getting up on that stage and, and, and blowing up. Yeah, I'd love to. So, um, yeah, my brother, my brother worked on this, uh, this awesome, awesome pace off program, pace off with Bordell. Definitely check it out for next year. Um, uh, he worked there last pace off as um, one of the heads of the day camp. And so he asked me this past pace before this past pace off, my plans were i didn't have any plans so he was like hey why don't you just come up with my program um, it'll be a great time it's a great place so i was like sure so um he hooked me up got me a job um worked in the day camp as just a regular day camp counselor director of the team boys program as well and then in this hotel i think it's called the doral arrowwood yep in rybrook new york there was like this little bar in the hotel called the club and there were like very cool like nightly nightly uh, entertainment events that went on there. Like Zusha performed there one night and, um, you know, these really talented musicians, Yankee Lou, uh, Morty, Sh- uh, Morty Schwartz, I believe his name is Morty Schwartz, Chesty Schwartz, um, a bunch of guys uh, put on the kumzitzes and very talented guitar players and singers um, performed there. So one night there were one of these kumzitzes and there were a lot of people there listening to the guitar players and singers and uh, towards the latter end of the night as people started leaving, I just went up to the drummer and I figured like, why not? You know, had a few drinks, I was feeling good. And I just said, um, Hey, do you guys like, you guys mind if I rap a little bit with you? And you know, the, the drummer Chesky shorts was super nice. Um, and the singer and guitar player was, was, uh, was Yankee Lou at the time. And they were both super welcoming. They were very excited about it. They're like, yeah, for sure. Come on up. Like you rap. That's awesome. So I got up there and, um, we just, we just spit fire and we just, you know, it was a little different because, you know, I don't usually rap over guitar and drums. I loved it, it by like, the way, because it, it was like, it was different from your typical, your typical, like just throwing down a beat and freestyling. It had, it, it had like that rhythm and that music and that guitar and it just kept going. It was, it was very, very cool. And I think you should consider doing something else like this in the future because that sound was just captivating. It was, it was amazing.
I might, I'll tell you the truth, I might actually consider going in that kind of direction in terms of the sound I make because I do understand that it did, um, people did appreciate it, definitely appealed to the crowd that was there. And right. um, for all I know, like, you know, um, I'm trying to entertain as many people as I can. Maybe not everyone likes the traditional, like, trap, hip hop style beats. So, right. definitely open to that guitar, drumming style of uh, beats to rap over in addition. No, for sure. Um, and it's, I have to say, like, like I said to you before, like, I like that kind of music, you know, when you have a good, when you have a good, when you have a good rap and then you have the guitar and you have that acoustic guitar going and, and a nice beat in the background because it just flows with the, it just flows with the lyrics and it flows with everything. And it's just like, it, it's nice. It's calming. It's, it's amazing. It's fun. And you did a great job. So what was the response off of that? I mean, obviously you're sitting here with me, so that had to do something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, first of all, before I continue, I just want to clarify. Um, I just want to give credit to his due. So, the, um, as I mentioned, Yanni Lu and Jesse Schwartz were the guitar player and drummer, respectively, that I rap with. But right. I also performed Moishi Schwartz. Um, not Morty Schwartz, that's what I said before. His name is actually Moishi Schwartz. I performed with him additionally, and he was also great as well. So, I just wanted to give him his credit that he deserves. Well, there you um, go. Your question was, yeah, how did it, how did it like, blow up? And how did yeah. it uh, kind of spread? Yeah. So... Um, it's a good question. I, while I was, while I was rapping, I saw a bunch of people recording, obviously, um, people, a lot of phones out, which, um, you know, that's, I've, I've seen that before. It tends to happen. And so, um, but over time, you know, you get used to it. You, you start to lose those nerves that I, I used to have in the beginning. And I just kept on going. I just tried to have fun and enjoy it. And then afterward, um, people just like came up to me and they're like, yo, that was like really good. Like, why weren't you? you know, advertised in the brochure programming, like, who are you? What's your story? What's your name? And I just said, like, yeah, I'm just, a, you know, working the day camp here. Just wanted to get up there and have some fun. People liked it a lot. And then uh, um, it was actually very interesting because there were, there were, uh, there were, there was a guy who's a professional um, social media marketer, advertiser. He, like, builds people's brands up and expands their social media awareness. And he, we're actually in talks now about um, he wants to possibly sign me, be my agent kind of my promoter and marketer. So we're in, we're in talks about that and um, kind of get my name out there more and try to help me grow and build my brand. Um, and then in terms of the comedy, there was a different gentleman who also took more of an interest to the comedy and impression side that I do. And he, uh, we had a similar discussion about the contractually signing me and promoting me as a comedian as well. So thank God I had a lot of shot practice on this program, a lot of help from God, obviously. Um, thank you, God, thank my brother for helped me get the job and obviously my bosses for hiring me and it was a great experience. I had a blast. Nice. So, so now we're going to switch gears here for a minute and, and talk about you as the entertainer and the performer and what you do. So it seems like you also go out there and you entertain people at parties and, and events and people like you and, and people you bring a nice vibe to that simcha. So what goes into preparing yourself for these type of simchas? What goes into preparing you, um, preparing for the event, getting yourself ready? And what goes into... From the comedy side. From the comedy side, what goes into making a a great event and entertaining people and and leaving a lasting impression? Sure. Um, Uh Lasting impression. Most... Um, you mentioned earlier in the show that you did comedy before in the past, right? I, I did used to do stand-up comedy many, many years ago in Jerusalem. 
Oh, David Plumek? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dave uh, and I are buds. Jerusalem's comedy king. Yes, he is. Uh, off the wall, I performed there once. That was, that was actually, the, his club was the first club that I ever got on stage and performed at, ever in my life. Really? Um, there's actually a funny story about that. I don't know if you want me to go into tangent. There's like a quick... You can talk about it. Funny story. Um, so I heard about this comedy club, and I'm in Israel for my Shana Gimel. And I was in Israel for three years. Um, so I'm in Israel for my third year, and I hear about this club, and I always wanted to perform there, but I just never got a chance. And I figured, you know, it's my third year. I'm going to be going back to America going to college soon. I got to perform there once. So I hear they're having an open mic night. I come through. Um it's like a very small, intimate place. There's like maybe six or seven people there. And yeah. I, I sign my name up, you know, get a two drink minimum. And I get on stage ready for my set. And I wasn't quite sure who people would know because um, I, do, I do 77, about 77 famous impressions, ranging from politicians, TV and movie characters, political analysts, sports analysts, um, singers, actors, rappers, um, celebrities, really, really wide range. And in total, including like friends and Rebeam and people I know personally that aren't famous, that number gets to like 160 or something. So wow. I kind of stage and I started off doing like Trump, Trump impression because there was like a little picture of a little wall behind me. So I kind of went on a little Trump rant about the wall and like how it relates to like Israel's wall, the hotel, people seem to like that. If I remember correctly, I then did a couple, I did Obama, Bush, Clinton. I started doing some Seinfeld because he's a Jewish comedian. So I figured people might know him. And then David Klimnik, who owns the comedy club, got on stage. And I actually gave him my phone with the list of impressions that I do. And I just said, Dave, like, just call out some impressions that you think people will know. And I'd love to do it for people. So what he then did in the spur of the moment, which I was very much not expecting is <laughs> the way my list is divided it's divided between famous impressions and non-famous impressions. So obviously I expected him to read from the famous impressions, but he read from my non-famous impressions list to kind of throw me off. So he goes to like my non-famous impressions list, which is like my teachers from high school and like friends that like I was in yeshiva with who like, there's no way that any of the people at this comedy club would possibly get who these people are. And he's like, do, 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 do your Spanish teacher from high school. Let's, let's see you imitate her. And I'm just like, uh, okay. I was like, that's so not relevant. And like, I'm looking around, and these people are like, I guess, curious to see what she sounds like. And I'm like, why is this guy like trying to make me look stupid? <laughs> and it was so like uncomfortable, but it was it was a good like, it was a good experience because like it's true as a comedian, you like really never know what's going to be thrown at you, whether from a heckler or you know, you it really trains you to be very on your feet very fast, which also helps me with freestyle rap, obviously. Right. So uh, that was a cool experience that I, I like. No, for sure. So, so regard yeah, back you, to my question about when you're preparing yourself for an event, when you, when someone books you for an event and you're going out there to entertain them, what do you what do you do to prepare yourself, and what goes into making like that lasting impression on the people you're about to go out there and entertain? Yeah. So I'd say the most important thing for me definitely is researching the crowd. That's high and far most most important thing because you know obviously you want to entertain and do impressions and content that's going to talk that they're going to understand they're going to appreciate that they're going to find funny like as much as i think that 
you know, I have my opinions of which are some of my best impressions and funniest impressions. If the audience doesn't know or doesn't like those impressions, then, you know, there's really no point in doing that. So I try to ask, you know, what's the age range of the crowd? What's the uh, overall like religious feel of the crowd, political, um, you know, financial, socioeconomic. I really try to do as much research as I can and um, write my content kind of around that. Like I had, I had so much, like it was so funny at this Pesach Reporter program. I, um, the overall crowd was like a more, you know, it was like a wealthier, more right wing Flatbush five towns crowd. And so like a lot of, everyone had like really nice suits, black hats, like that kind of, right. um, that kind of crowd. And I was really not used to that because I was, I, I come from like more of a modern Orthodox background. And so over, over Pesach, I was just like, I was just, I, I was writing down so much material just from like conversations I overheard people say to like things that I saw going on. Like I, I could share with you some jokes. Like it, it was just so funny. It was like, a, it was yeah, share, a, share a joke with us. Yeah, sure. So like, so I'll give you an example. So at this bar, right. That's in the hotel. It was so interesting to me to see like, you know, when you're in New York city at a bar, right. And you're trying to like talk to a girl or something she'll be like dressed like whatever, not necessarily so sneeously. And, you know, she'll probably want a guy to come over and talk to her. Whereas in this bar, in this hotel, you go over to a woman to talk to her. She's dressed super sneeously sitting next to her husband and she's like six months pregnant. So it was, <laughs> like, it was like the weirdest dynamic and change of change of environment I've seen. It was like so strange, but it was cool. Cause like, I saw like, you know, people that are more religious and I can still chill out. They can still hang out at bars and like, you know, have a good time and relax and like, you know, do it in like a kosher way and not, you know, uh, sacrificing yeah. values. So it was very cool. Very That's what it's all about. It's all about, it's all about taking, taking something and bring, bringing that to another level of, of, of kosher and kaddish. And, you know, like I said, you know, with your comedy and with your, you have a very unique gift that you're able to go out there and entertain people and, people and you're able to take what you do something that is 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 a very well-known craft in the secular world and bring it down to to this level and really turn it into something that every that we can all relate to and really make it kosher and it's really cool and the and it, it's it's even cooler that and it's even harder probably because nowadays comedy and and like you know the two things you do rap and comedy like that you ha- you ha- I think the name of the game in the secular world is to be as dirty and raunchy and filthy as possible to get as many people to laugh or you yeah. rip on the president sure but with with the with what you do you actually have to be talented because you have to actually sit down and work on it and understand the types of people you're dealing with because you can't say hasbashalom filthy disgusting things because that's not going to that's not going to go over very well am i right so you really yeah, have definitely. to you really have to yeah. be talented and be a chacham when it comes to these types of things in order to get your crowd to to react and be able to entertain them so to go in there and really survey your crowd like you did and get a better understanding of what they're doing that must be that's probably the key to it all to putting on a, an amazing event and putting on an amazing simcha yeah, like in addition, like it's actually interesting you just mentioned that because um, having to be funny but also like clean, it helps me in I think two very important ways. Firstly, it 
it forces me to obviously stay true to like how I was raised and my religious values. But in addition, it also helps me stand out from the crowd and be unique. Because as you said before, since so many comics nowadays are just going for the laugh and comedy nowadays in the secular world is very much, you know, anything goes mentality. Um, people know what the standard regular type of comic sounds and looks like. So for me to come out and try to be clean, but also funny and have material that anyone can enjoy from like a teenager to like a 65 year old and everyone can laugh and be entertained. That helps my marketing and it helps my brand and it helps like separate me from the crowd. So, you know, hundred percent. And that's the name. And that's all. That's also, you want to be unique. You want to be original because you know, everybody's doing what you're doing. Everyone, everyone's an entertainer. So if you're not, if you're not unique and you're not original, then who are you? And it's true. You know, you have to, to, to be a kosher, to be a kosher comic, to put it lightly, it is a real skill. And there's not many of you out there. Um, yeah, I mean, there was, there was an event that was really cool. It's called Frumprov. It was, um, it was an all-male kosher comedy night that was held in Union Square, or organized by C. Hershkovich and also Mendy Pellin. Oh. That was a really cool event that I did recently. And that was really interesting. I don't know if you're familiar with the show, but... Um, they I know Mendy. Yeah, so, so Mendy was like the host and MC, And so the show from Prob, which was started by C. Hershkovich, um, they mainly do shows in Montreal, but they brought it to New York this year. And my good friend, Ellie Leibowitz, who's like a, a much more established Jewish comedian than I am, he put in a good word for me to see and got me on the lineup for that show. And that was really cool to be part of a lineup of all-male religious Jewish comics and to be able to perform. It was like an all-male audience, so... Um, it was, it was a very different vibe, very different than I'm used to because I perform in front of, you know, Jewish crowds. I perform in front of completely non-Jewish crowds. So, but I had never performed in front of an all-male Jewish crowd. So it was definitely a different environment and another, uh, another unique experience, which I learned a lot from. And it was, uh, it was great for my growth as a comic. Very cool. All right. So we're going to take a quick pause to hear a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back with the show. We've come to the time of year again It's a 2019 Ura auction With prizes much bigger than before Just do wait, see what we have in store Sold tickets to Israel, a big fat check And the shade zone jewels to put on your neck Be your rent, get a car, let us clear your debt Go relax and win some weekly cash We'll cover your tuition bill And maybe give you a new van We'll send you on a trip nearby or to the Holy Land Shop online or in New York You'll get a great big shopping spree Your $50,000 you can take home instantly It's easy to enter, just call us or go just make sure you do it before you run out of time. More than $600,000 in prizes, only $5 a prize. Enter now at uraauction.org or call 1-877-7-AUCTION. All right, and we're back from that commercial break, sitting down with SJ, the rapper over here, um, Shmuel Tannenbaum. Shmuel's just sitting there telling us about what, go, what it means to go and put on a, a, an amazing comedy show and entertain people and bring out that simcha in people at every event. Um, so Shmuel, it's really, it is really cool that you, with this, what you do. And again, as we were mentioning before, that is, it is a skill to have to be and a talent that you're doing to be able to take something that's generally very, 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 very like not kosher and put a put and bring that up to the next level. Um, and the same thing goes with your rapping as well. And so you mentioned to me before we, we started doing the show 
um, that you were going to go ahead and do a little freestyle for us on Go Simple the podcast. So yeah. I think I think it's about time that our listeners and our audience get to hear this and be, and we actually like now you can see we've been recording this as a video this week as well so you guys can get to see him rap in all his glory. So Shmuel, you tell me what word you want me to throw at you and you and you kick it old school, my friend. Well, if I if I gave you the word to throw at you, then it wouldn't really, be, you know. All right, so I'm going to so I'm going to throw a word at you. All right. Go Simcha. Go Simcha. Let's do it. Let me know if the music's too loud. Playing it from my phone here. Yeah. Go Simcha live. I like to drive. I said we step on the radio in the morning, not the night. People say, SJ, you can't rap because you Jewish and you white, but I just fight back. I'm rebellious, so I ignite, start to fight. I said, yeah, Zisha Littman, who's the man? He's going for the win. He's Jewish from rappers, so you know he raps and goes without sin. I'm doing this for all my brethren. When I rap, it's just straight wins. I do this in my patience and tolerance. It's just paper thin because I'm rapping. I like to dress nice. I'm dapper. SJ, the rapper, four and seven, Jewish rapper. I'm rapping on these flows and clean as far as lyrics goes, and I want to be a rapper inspire the world as far as Jewish rappers. Rappers go, rapping on these verses from rappers without verses. I want to help inspire people, kind of like those nurses. Then when I go hell, I go fast, and I go in bars hard. I want to go and drive my family in a nice car. So I like these clothes. This is how I go. I want to be a Jewish rapper, name that everybody knows. When I rap, I rap for God, that God up in heaven. SJ the rapper 417. Yeah, subscribe on Instagram. Gotta plug that social media game. I'm trying to rap and raise my brand name so I'm not so lame. I wanna be the rapper unique in my own name. Try to find another clean Jewish rapper. It's not the same. So, one heart on verses keep on going. It's like the Nile, it's like the water. Cause when I rap, it keeps on flowing. I'm trying not to be about God, the dick don't like to be showing. But I'm always trying to go and trying to improve, always improving. So, I keep on doing raps in line. So, by that, I get fine. Because when I go, I go so hard. Sometimes I cross the line, but still the streets in heaven. And I'm rapping since I was 10, back since 2007. Now I'm just rhyming up for heaven because I'm throwing these flows. That's the rapper everybody wants. To know, try to rap here by mitzvah, try to be rapping at every single corporate show. Here I go next year, pace off with Bordeaux, hopefully. So, pray to God every day so that they'll call me up and be like, Yo, come back to our program. We want you to perform on stage. We want you to open up the body ship you're rolling, get the crowd so raged. So, I want you to be that guy. Come to our show and perform live. Because when you go on that stage, you get everybody on their feet drive. So, as to the rapper, it's a pleasure to be here on Go Sing for the Podcast. Want to be the greatest rapper on here. Want to be the one that's last. That's your interview. Come through with that. Wow. Wow. This guy. Wow. Bring it back. Bring it back. That, that was amazing. That was amazing, my friend. You, sir, are 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 the white the white rapper king you you sir are the jewish white rapper king and i applaud you yasher koach for that wonderful amazing performance and it, it wow i'm blown away i hope people don't mind my little dance moves over there the people who are listening on the podcast you won't be able to see my cool dance moves but what's okay we'll put up the video on on all social media channels wow that's what it is. 
that's the biggest compliment when people like the the beat and the flow and they start dancing to it that just means i'm doing my job that, there you go you sir are a world-class entertainer sj the rapper this was amazing this was really cool this is the first time we had a performance here on ghost Info podcast and hopefully it won't be the last one okay. <laughs> yeah my absolute pleasure i'm glad i hope people liked it I'm sure they will. Um, so, so what does the future hold for SJ the rapper and Shmuel Tannenbaum the impressionist? Sure. Uh, so, I mean, as the impressionist, I also I go by SJ Tannenbaum. As the rapper, it's just I guess SJ the rapper. But that's kind of just a technical technical correction. Um, the future. So, yeah. Currently, I'm just you know I'm a sophomore in, in Yeshiva University. Um, studying management and marketing, minoring in media studies. And um, oh, as, a, as a, a Jewish kid, obviously your parents want you to have a stable future profession plan. Rapping um, is stable. Uh, Sometimes. So. No, not as stable as my parents would like to be. So my quote unquote stable career path that I'm passionate about that I want to pursue professionally is menswear design. I love clothing. I love dressing nicely. I love you know creativity and art. So after I finish my time at YU, I want to go to hopefully FIT or Parsons, study menswear design, hopefully open up my own clothing line. SJ, but the designer. I, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 ideal, the ideal dream is to, be a, uh, is to be a menswear designer, comedian, and rapper. And so, so, so you, could make cool, you can make cool clothes for the inspiring, aspiring white rapper. <laughs> the, making the aspiring white rapper look dapper since insert year here exactly there you go look at you look at you 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 are really good at your craft um that that's that's amazing that's absolutely amazing well i i i had fun having you on the show i wish you tremendous hot slacha i appreciate it sure listen it's always entertaining when you got a comedian and a rapper on your show you can do multiple things and you want to do one impression for us i would love nothing more Give Pick me the one. Question. Yeah, oh man, you got, you're you're making me do uh, hard work. Uh, let me do. Let's see. I do. I do twelve characters from Family Guy. So I don't know if you're if the viewers know Family Guy so well, but I do a lot from that show. Do Trump. Um, do a Trump impression. Everyone. Everyone likes him, right? Sure. I'll tell you something. I'll make it very clear. I'll make it very personal. I've listened to a lot of shows, a lot of people on the radio, a lot of fantastic, talented individuals. But Zisha Lippin of Ghost Simcha, the podcast, is the number one. He's tremendous. He's a fantastic individual. Melania and I have actually been on the show countless times. He's wonderful. He's tremendous. He's a huge, huge Balchas. He's wonderful. He's tremendous. And every time we're on the show, we have a fantastic and a tremendous time. It's really quite wonderful. And I'll tell you something else. You think I'm lying, but I'm very credible, actually. We're actually, we're actually, we're actually going to buy out Ghost Simcha, and we're going to name it Go Trump Live. And it's going to be the number one, the most luxurious radio show in the entire world. <laughs> Huge, and it's going to be a wonderful investment. It's going to make Jewish radio most of it. You know, my son-in-law Jared's actually Jewish, so he's going to do our social media, he's going to do our marketing, and he's going to make us here be wonderful. Wow, Mr. President, thanks so much for coming down. Wow, that that was awesome. that that was great. I appreciate it. He's also uh, Trump, Obama, Bush, and Clinton are my my presidential repertoire. <laughs> so, you could also uh, you could also do a little bit of uh, Barack. Uh, it's unbelievable uh, to be here on Go Simcha, uh, the podcast. Uh, you know, uh, when I told, I told my, my wife and uh, my daughters, uh, Sasha and Malia, uh, we were going to be on the show, and, and they were just, uh, they were in awe. 
Uh, they were like, Dad, you've never been interviewed on a Jewish radio show. And I said, uh, that's true, uh, but it can only help the ratings. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's wonderful to be here. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Well, I'll be. This, 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 that's great. So it's a pleasure to be here. My name's uh, my name's George. I'm a former president of the uh, U of S, <laughs> and uh, it's a pleasure to be here on a uh, Go Go Smicha Go Smicha, the podcast where we uh, we make people rabbis over the radio. It's our uh, it's our mission since uh, <laughs> since Judaism became a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dying. I'm 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 literally dying here. You you're killing me. This is amazing. You you are so talented, my friend. You just close up with Bill. You just give that give that plug. Hillary twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You make sure to go out, make sure to vote, and be at election day for my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. You are extremely talented. And I, I appreciate all the you, you've brought you you've brought joy and simple to me today, and I'm sure our listeners are going to enjoy this as well. Um, oh, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show, SJ the rapper, SJ the impressionist. This guy is is going places, and you you truly are a a barchen by all all means of of the word barchen. And you should go out there and continue to entertain people and continue to in, in, inspire people and lighten the way for people, light the way for people and just keep doing your thing, man. And we look forward to hearing good news from you in the future and to, to really keep taking your craft to the next level. So thanks so much for joining us on the show this week. It was, it was an absolute trip and a pleasure. And I wish you and, and, and only good things. Same to you, my friend. Same to you. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I had a blast. For sure. For sure. All the best. Kaltev. Thank you. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simple the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Go Simple Live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!